1: Hello and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin.
0: Good evening. This is Dr. Kevin Coughlin, owner of Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on knowledge, education, training, and development. A shout out to Mr. David Wolf and his podcast team. And also a big thank you to some of our sponsors, Henry Schein, Patterson, and Vocal Supply Company. I was fortunate enough to have Mr. Gordon Craig, the CEO of Sterngold, speak at our last podcast. And he was gracious enough to dedicate some time in some different areas. As you know, Sterngold is celebrating 125 years in business, which I can't tell you how unique that is, to any industry, but particularly to ours. They've supported the dental community, the laboratory end and the clinical end. And on our last seminar, we spoke about mini implants and conventional implants. And Mr. Craig, I'd like you to talk about your more conventional implants during this seminar. If you could bring that to some of the innovations and some of the affordability options that are present to us that maybe our listeners
1: aren't well acquainted with. Sure, Dr. Coughlin, and thanks again for having me on your podcast this evening. So our true and pure conventional implants really are unique in a sense where we have one surgical system and the customer can choose the prosthetic platform that they want. So our implants, we have two Versions. the True, T-R-U, is our conical hex, and the Pure is the internal hex connection. So prosthetically, they are substantially equivalent to two of the major manufacturers on the market. What is unique to our system is that our implant body, those two systems share the same implant body that have all the wonderful features That are on the market uh, readily today with one surgical tray. So that allows for an efficient use and deployment of uh, a prosthetic solution of, of their choice. And further, what's unique for us is that we bundle all the prosthetic components together with one flat price. So the customer is able to select a series of prosthetic componentry based on two major ideas. First, is this going to be an analog surgical and prosthetic process, or is this going to be a digital surgical and prosthetic process? And the, the customer has the choice. So for example, if it's going to be analog, they could get a traditional impression coping. Then they can get a standard abutment. And if it's going to be a digital workflow, they can choose the scan body and then a tie base, or even go so far as creating a custom abutment. What's also unique is they can choose a removable solution. So we can swap out the stock abutment or the tie base with a ERA, an ORA, or a snap abutment to create an overdenture solution. And the implants all come with cover screws and healing abutments and the prosthetic screws, both the lab and the final screw, depending on the restorative solution. So it's very predictable. It's something that makes it very easy for the customer. And the restorative pathway is all bundled together. And in some cases, many of our customers, we have split shipping. So If they give us the name of the lab they're working with, we can send the surgical materials to the clinician, and then split ship the prosthetic components directly to the lab, so that makes for even more efficient workflows.
0: Now, Gordon, when we're talking about these different components and the ability and the the difference between pure and true, when you're talking to your laboratories and you're, you're you're visiting dental offices and educating hundreds, if not thousands of dentists year on, do you see this trend going more digital from the laboratory side and from the clinician side? Or is there still some barrier of entry because they may not have an iTero scanner, they may not have a prime scan from CEREC, what do you see as a company? Yeah. Because as our listeners are listening, I know many of them may not have jumped on the bandwagon of uh, a digital prostheses mm-hmm. uh, and the digital surgery for that matter. I'm not sure, but I'm assuming that your company can provide contacts if that dentist who may be a novice, or if that case is more significantly difficult Instead of doing freehand, they may be
1: using a surgical guide. Mm -hmm. So uh, let me ask you, answer your first question first. And and that is, we still believe that there's a need for analog componentry because we're seeing demand uh, on both sides. Certainly, digital has been growing, but it still represents, from what we see, a very, not, I, I shouldn't say very small. But a minority of the overall marketplace, I think one of the challenges that digital or digital workflows has on both clinicians and laboratories is really twofold. The first is the the speed at which the digital componentry and equipment and scanners is advancing, and how quickly it you know for the longest time, you know, coming from a company that's 125 years, you know, we've seen a lot in the industry. And up until about 15 years ago, things moved very methodically, predictably. And a lot of the parameters that were used in creating case restorations were the same parameters used going back 40 and 50 years. In the last 15 years, digital has really made a strong presence and it's starting to shift the marketplace. But I'm seeing two things from customers. And that is, one is, as soon as someone starts to look and get a digital acclimation, the the digital application has already changed. There's already a new version. There's iOS XYZ. It just keeps advancing quickly. Plus, there is a you know, there's a pretty big hurdle uh, from a economic side. There's a large investment that needs to take place by both either a clinician from scanners or desktop mills, you know, chairside crowns. That's you know always a big thing. Uh, and now the whole changeover from yeah you know, subtractive, meaning milling, to additive or printing. And for the lab, the dental lab there's also a large investment for equipment and then staying relevant with that equipment. So you get on sort of a hamster wheel that you have to have the stamina to keep going with as that technology continues to advance. So I'm seeing I'm seeing customers not dip their toe in right away and then I'm also seeing customers that have really started to pull their hair out because they were first movers when the early technology came out and then realized that, man, this equipment became obsolete much faster than I thought it would or much faster than the salesperson told me it would that sold it to them. So there is some hesitancy by a number of customers. So from Sterngold's perspective, we believe that we need to innovate around both treatment modalities, being both staying relevant on the analog side for customers and also staying relevant and being participatory with the software companies that are continuing to advance and deliver more modules around digital case planning and digital restorations.
0: I'll take a brief detour a little bit because I am one of those gentlemen who has pulled out almost all of his hair. I was one of those gentlemen who has dove in and the stress, the the difficulty, not just from a financial, but just as you get your team members trained, you're retraining them because there's a new and better improved. Uh, And that there's a cost to that, and there's a a learning curve to that that your whole organization goes through. The other thing that I think, just from a personal note to add to this podcast, is the fee-for-service, the small mom-and-pop operation that can just really afford to say, I'm only going to do a high-end treatment. I'm only going to accept those fee-for-service patients. They're still out there but with the MSOs and DSOs growing at an exponential rate, you're seeing that patients have an insurance carrier. And at least in the New England area, most of those insurance plans have a fee schedule. So years ago, if it cost me more in investment and in time, I could pass those costs on to quote the patient or customer. Today, whether I spend $2 million in overhead or $2 in overhead, that insurance company has created a fee schedule for me that in many cases isn't compensatory for the investment in time, training, and education. And one of the things that I think you spoke a great deal about in our last podcast was the affordability there's no sense in having all this great technology if you're only able to service a small segment of the population. And I think Stern Gold Dental has seen that niche and they realize that affordability is a huge, huge factor. And perhaps you can expound on that better than I can.
1: Yeah, so thank you, Doctor. Yes, you know, this is where the future is heading. You're right. DSOs are continuing to dominate and expand the marketplaces in, you know, hometown USA. Uh, they're, they're infiltrating into not only the metro areas, but they're going out into the more rural areas and main streets. And I believe that we're going to see a similar thing take place in dental as what occurred in medical. The pendulum will start to swing back and boutique-type practices will start to come back into favor. Because there's not... I'm not saying anything against the DSO, but the DSO is going to be really focused in on offering standardized care. And there's not going to be a level of customization that some customers will require. And... Uh, right now, we're sort of in this in-between area where the individual practice is feeling compelled that they can't compete individually. I also think that the exit strategy for dentists who are uh, approaching retirement is changing in the sense that there used to be you know, an apprentice that the, that the clinician would hire. Uh, and ultimately, that apprentice would gain enough experience to take over the practice. And now that's not happening very frequently. There's usually some sort of sell or some uh, DSO that's backed by an equity firm coming in and, and purchasing a practice because I think economies have changed. And unfortunately, uh, the younger dentists are coming out of school already burdened with for 450 upwards of $500,000 in student loans and banks are not willing necessarily to lend them any additional funds to go purchase or invest into a practice. So things are changing. I do think at some point in the future the pendulum may swing back the other way, but we live in a affordable arena right now. The expansion, the growth area for dentistry is not in the 60, 70, 80000 dollars cases. They are in the cases where you can provide affordability to the patient. In fact, I've spoken recently with a lot of customers, uh, dentists who purchase our products, and they're reporting that the patient financing landscape is changing significantly. Many patients who previously were being granted financing by third parties now are being either denied or they're being brought a, a package that has a very high interest rate attached to it 36 37 38% uh, which really takes a affordable case and drives the cost up significantly so i think that is is really changing the landscape in the marketplace and then lastly, I'll just say that patients are living longer and the patients that are here have you know, a need for themselves, but they're also taking care of maybe their aging parents and also taking care of their children that are still you know, at home. So there's lots of things that are creating a need for affordability. And Sterngold's mantra is that we believe that the affordability is critical for making sure that everyone has dental access to you know, standard of care uh, and implant therapy. And just one more comment, Dr. Coughlin. Many of, our, many of our customers already have other implant systems in their practice. What we are doing is adding an affordable solution. To patients that may not be able to uh, afford a premier solution, so what we what we bring is additionally more tools uh, and and case uh, treatment modalities with our implant systems, and then further breaking down. As you know, we've got conventional. or or traditional implant systems, as well as our mini implant systems. So there's a lot of options that Sterngold brings to the table for those treatment modalities.
0: Gordon, as we get ready to close out, perhaps when you talked about the true and the pure systems that you have, how do they integrate with a surgical guide? Is there an additional system with extenders or keys? How does your company handle that? For some of our listeners that might be saying, I know for someone like myself, there was no such thing as a surgical guide. There was mm-hmm. no such thing as a CBT scan. You yeah. did these implants freehand, and if everything went well, you were a hero. And if things didn't go so well, uh, you were either in court or uh, you didn't see other family yeah. members. Yeah. But yeah. today, with these surgical guides, I think you're seeing younger practitioners saying to themselves, Boy, I feel a little more confident and comfortable with that surgical guide because there's less chance of angulation and surgical errors and interruptions. Mm-hmm. Does your kit come with extenders? How does that
1: work? Okay, so, so we have a lot of options around what you've just talked about. So let's first talk minis. We do surgical guides today for minis if that's what the clinician would like to go with. Uh, We see many customers who are just starting out placing implants will do a few cases guided. And then many of them start to just say, hey, I have a good handle on this and, and I don't need to go with a guide. So they start to just do them freehand. We have customers on the conventional or the traditional side that do the same thing. In some cases, we can have even just a surgical stent. So it's not fully guided, but there's a drilling template that can be delivered so that the location of the pilot drill can be such that the case plan that was done off of a CBCT and overlaid into a piece of software to do the case design, we can do a drill guide. Then we've just started to replace... Uh, and come out with a keyless guided system for our true and pure uh, system. So one of the enhancements that customers wanted was to not have keys. So we are in the process of delivering, and we're very close, probably about a month away, to deliver our keyless guided surgery solution for conventional implants. And those will be integrated with all of the third-party software companies that have the systems, software systems, to create guides and deliver case designs fully guided. And that system will be not only a drilling protocol, it will handle all drills, including uh, cortical bone drills, bone taps, and the delivery of the implants through the guide. Gordon, if that's true,
0: and I believe it is, I can practice for another 10 or 15 years okay, <laughs> without dying of a heart attack. I want to thank you so much. I know how busy you are. It's an honor to have the CEO of Stern Gold Dental take the time to educate our listeners. I cannot appreciate it enough. If you don't mind, I know with such name recognition, it's probably unnecessary, but I believe there's several ways our uh, listeners can reach out to you. And
1: why don't you just give that information as we come to a close? Okay, will do. Thank you, Dr. Coughlin. So website, sterngold.com, email at sales at sterngold.com, or you can pick up that phone, 800-243-9942. We also have some really cool options for people that are into technology. We have uh, intercom chat on our website. All of our social media channels are there. We have a YouTube channel with the how-to videos and technical know-how segments. So you can just search Sterngold Dental in your browser and you can reach us in all those different fashions.
0: Well, a personal thank you from me but I also know our listeners appreciate it to have someone with such a background and such a strong Program of education, training, development. It's really been an honor and I appreciate your effort to help not just me, but our profession. Thank you so much. My name is Dr. Kevin Coughlin. You've been listening to Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on knowledge, education, training, and development. Thanks again. I look forward to speaking to you in the very near future. And a big shout out to Stern Gold. Dental and their CEO, Mr. Gordon Craig. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a great night. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.